Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Mobile Rolling. And, uh, look, the highlight of uh, harness racing was Saturday night at Globe Derby for the 2022 Tab SA Cup night. And uh, basically this was a culmination of events where... Uh, competitors were pretty well just uh, South Australian domiciled and trained in South Australia to try and keep the money in SA. It was something they tried a little bit different uh, this year, Harness Racing SA. Uh, but of course, had to travel around all the different country tracks that we've got in South Australia to get points. And the horses that gained the most points got a start in the finals of three respective races. The, the Pacers Cup, the Trotters Cup and the Derby for the three-year-olds. And of course, that Saturday night was the big finale where we had that. And to complement that, uh, well, we intended to have the Tab Kindergarten Series final as well, but unfortunately there was a major crash in that, and that race was called off after we had a prang on the first turn, which we'll talk about a little bit later on in the program. Um, but uh, today's show will highlight a couple of the, the big winners on the weekend. We've got the, the trainer driver of the Trotters Cup, and a little bit later on we'll have the trainer of the Pacers Cup. But joining us right now on the show is the winning trainer driver of the Trotters Cup, and that's Ryan Ryhurik. And Ryan, congratulations, and welcome back to Mobile Rolling. Thanks, Jim. Thanks for having me. Hey, look, it was a big, big series for you because uh, you trained every single winner of every cup, and not only did you train the winner of the cup, but you drove it as well with CK Spur. So it must be quite fulfilling that you've uh, you've uh, ticked the, the the boxes and kicked the bucket list and and done what probably uh, no one else will ever do again yeah it's um certainly something we'll probably look back on that's for sure um when we sort of got to the <clears throat> leading into Capunda, sort of Paul courts rang me and sort of spoke about it and yeah didn't really realize it or or know till he sort of mentioned it but um yeah to win obviously Capunda and then Certainly Saturday night, um, yeah, it's something to, um, yeah, like I said, look back on later on. Yeah. Okay, CK Spur, look, uh, he he started off, I think, really well handicapped in the start of the series, but every time he won a race, back 10 metres, back 10 metres, and, and it was getting where 50 metres was, you know, uh, probably, probably far enough back, but it looked achievable for him. Um, what were you thinking in the run Saturday night? Because Gator was setting a pretty solid tempo out in front there, um, and, and you know you, you got a whole field to get around. What were you thinking during the run? Yeah, look, Jim, the the handicap's an interesting one. Um, obviously, I drove him at Victor Harbour when he was off a of fifty, and he only had five horses to come around. And um, yeah, he really felt spent to me turning for home, and had to sort of really call on everything to get the job done. So. Um, you know, leading into Saturday night with the extra five horses to come around and still offer 50. Yeah, I, I had my had my doubts, that's for sure. Um, I mean, in saying that, though, I sort of was fairly confident that I had him as good as we've had him. His work during the week was terrific. And, um, yeah, once we had the first false start and um, I was sort of on their bums by the time we got to the finish post the first time, I thought to myself, gee whiz, we, you know, this is probably going to be... You know, if we can get away as good next time and be as close, it, it's certainly going to make things a bit easier. And um, yeah, he, it's probably the best he's begun um, this time. And you know, to get 
to the back of someone by the time we got the finishing post the first time. I was quite happy with things then. Um, and then, yeah, when they were running so solid, I sort of spoke to Danny before the race. He drove mass destruction, obviously, and sort of thought, you know, we spoke and I sort of thought that there was some chance they'd run really solid so we could possibly be patient rather than trying to put him into the race at some point. Um, yeah, so wasn't too phased with how how hard they were going early. Just got a little bit concerned sort of halfway down the back straight when Millie's got off the fence and they fanned off the track and I thought, gee, we're just going to make it hard. We're going to be four or five wide. And um, she was sort of pinching a break on me at about the 300 and sort of how I wanted to wait a bit longer or sort of half trying to get back towards the inside when they fanned. Um, and then I couldn't do that. I still had Miracle Rise and a few others to my inside and sort of had to make a decision to go and... Yeah, he let down really good, and at Norman's Gate, I thought, sort of thought, yeah, we're still a chance. And then turning for home, he, he just he got into another gear, and um, yeah, he, he was awesome. Um, he sort of explained to a few people when he raced at Gawler, he felt he felt terrific. Felt like he just could run another three laps and was never going to get beaten. He's never actually felt like that. You know, period. He had to back up, and he never felt that great. And then Victor Harbour, obviously, off the handicap. And then um, Saturday night, he, he felt awesome. Mm. Yeah. It's funny, I when I was calling the race, I and, and the way you've explained it was a little bit different to how I felt. I, I felt in the run that it was just... He, it just looked his race. Like, he, even though the tempo was on, and I know you were giving the leader a big start, but I knew that... Well, I felt that when you pulled him to the outside, he was just going to gather them in, and that's exactly what he did. But I suppose it's different when you're sitting behind the horse <laughs> and you're sitting up in the crowd looking at it. But uh, I had a lot of, lot of... You've got a lot of faith in the horse, and I had a lot of faith in the horse as well. And, look, he, he nearly equaled the track record in his run, so his run's been fantastic. The other, the other thing I, I noticed, Ryan, that in previous runs, and I know we raced at night time on Saturday night, but in previous runs, I've seen him break out in a bit of a sweat, but he, he seemed not so bad on Saturday night. Yeah, it might have had something to do with, the, you know, the late and being at night time, but um, yeah, he can get a bit quite hot and, and up and about, but um, yeah, I'd probably say it was the fact that it was night time more than anything. Mm. Yeah. So, um... Mass Destruction had a, had a tough run. Like They were going that quick that he couldn't get outside the leader and, and he would have had to put up a miracle run to win. But, I mean, he's done very well through the series as well, hasn't he? Oh, he's just been terrific. He's been so honest all the way through. And, yeah, it was disappointing for him not to sort of get some sort of reward for his effort all the way through. But it was um, just one of those races. Um, Danny was a bit of a victim. She sort of lobbed three wide and couldn't get in and then... Um, you know, had to go back and I sort of had got to the back of Scruffy pretty quickly so she had to sort of go all the way back behind me and then decide to go forward. But, um, yeah, when they run those times, Jim, it's, it's just too hard for him and, yeah, told on him, mate. Yeah. Now, the other thing that I was a little bit concerned about in the run, and with due respect, Scruffy Dorland, like you were following Scruffy Dorland and he was helping to get you closer to the leader, but I thought, geez, if he crumbles and gallops, which we know that he can, and I know they were flying, I thought that might impede you, but was that a concern for you following him, whether he, he could just keep his gait and keep trotting? Yeah, not really. I was probably focused on more what was happening right up front and... Um yeah, right or wrong, I was probably of, always of the opinion that the majority of those horses really struggle at the 2600. Um, and we sort of have the opinion that ours are quite strong. 
Um, so I was sort of confident that they would sort of be tiring late and were a good chance of getting over him. So, um, yeah, I was probably more focused on that than what, what he what Scruffy was doing in front of me. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. And what about Adabara and Alyssa? How come she was scratch Ryan? Is there a story there with her? Yeah, very disappointing. She obviously won at Kapunda and then um, had her normal week and Thursday morning we jogged her and she couldn't walk. She tied up. So, um, yeah, terribly disappointing for Duncan. Um, but, um, yeah, that probably shows how hard it is to have him right on the right night. So, um, yeah, so she'll go to the paddock now and, and, and come back later on. And, yeah, not sure what we're doing with CK. And then I'm sort of keen to just chuff on a little bit with mass destruction, um, why he's going okay, just so they're not all out the paddock at the same time and then all back at the same time. It's not ideal sort of having three trotters racing against one another. But CK Spur might sort of move on for a little while anyway, but we're not 100% sure yet. Yeah. Well, look, his only defeat was in the, the Strathalbyn Cup, and I think had he not galloped there, he would have been undefeated here in South Australia for you. Would you agree with that? Yeah, he's, he's done an amazing job, and, yeah, it was sort of his own sort of fault. He, he galloped at Strathalbyn, which is not like him, so, um, yeah, it was good for him to share a win with the other two. So, um, yeah, he, he should be undefeated, really. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's undefeated at Globe Derby, three from three there, so he, he, he tends to like that track and handles that track quite well. But have, have you have you sort of have you pitched yourself and you realise what you've achieved in in getting every single cup winner and actual cup, the big one, the SA Cup? I mean, is have you have you come to reality about that yet? Um, yeah, we've sort of spoke about it between. Sort of family and friends, and um, yeah, you know the fact that we've probably done it with three different horses rather than just have one that was probably too good for them across the board is probably even more special than than actually doing it. But um, yeah, it's yeah, it's one, like I said, it's one of those things we certainly look back on, and you know, to we understand, or I personally understand how hard it is to to get these things to be at their best all the time. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a very big achievement by by all of us, to be honest. And, and can I get your opinion on, on uh, the actual series itself, um, uh, running through all the different cups around the country uh, and then the finale at Globe Derby with the, with the major cups? Do um, you think it's a winner? Yeah, I do personally. Um, right or wrong, I'm not sure, but I certainly think it's... Certainly a good idea um, for us to try and create turnover of horses or, you know, get horses into the state. Um, you know, and it's certainly been reward for my owners anyway. So um, I certainly like what they're trying to achieve. Um, but that's just, you know, it's probably personal preference, really. And speaking of your owners, the 5540 Racing Syndicate, tell us about them. Yeah, so they've sort of come from nowhere. It was a couple of mates of mine sort of come to me and were keen to sort of find a horse and a group of their their mates. And um, yeah, Midnight Calm was the first one we sort of bought. And he done he done a really good job. And then it sort of snowballed from there. And um, with this race series um, that Hans Racing SA were trying to achieve, we went went out and bought somewhere secret, which um, yeah didn't turn out any good. He he went by the wayside. And, in the paddock, but I mean that you know, that happens, and then obviously CK Spur to do a huge job for him. So um, yeah, they I think they have probably yeah might be four or five horses here here now. So um, yeah, they're having a great time of it, and um, yeah, they spent a fair bit of money, so they deserve the success. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, you won the SA Trotters Cup on rejuvenation in 2015. I remember you were tickled pink on that occasion. Does this one top it? Yeah, it probably does, Jim, because <clears throat> the fact that, um, you know, as a trainer, you know, like I said, it's it's not easy to have him ride on the right night. And he was probably a bit trickier than all the others because we had to sort of nurse him through the series and sort of pick our races, um, so to speak. And, yeah, you know, not he's a tricky horse to have right because... Um, to sort of get enough work in him. He's pretty laid back at home. He doesn't do too much. And, um, yeah, to have him as good as we had him on the right night um, was was very ple- um, pleasing. So, um, yeah, to train him and drive him was probably a little bit special. But rejuvenation, um, yeah, he, he was a wonderful horse for me. So, um, yeah, they're, they're both up there. All right. Well, let's just reflect on these. Most recently, out of Baron Alyssa winning the Capunda Cup, Mass Destruction winning the Grimmel, and also the Strathalbyn Cup. And, of course... Saturday night's winner, C.K. Spur, winning the S.A. Trotters Cup, winning the Hamiltonian at Gawler, the Port Pirie Cup and the Victor Harbour Cup. And furthermore to that, uh, you had the audacity to train the trifecta in the Strathalbyn Cup as well for Team Till. So I think you've done, uh, you've done enough to achieve the square gators. Why why you got all so many square gators? What's the love of the square gator, Ryan? No, it's just happened. Actually, the, the, the 5540 boys... Um especially Lee Warwick, who, who is the manager and I deal with all the time. He he is no fan of a trotter at all, so he's quite surprised that we ended up with him. Um, so he was just by chance having a great relationship with Peter Thompson and he sort of rang me one day and said, we got here, you've got one here that I think you should have. And we were probably absolutely blessed to have him. Just the fact that Kate and Andy had um, the two gun trotters, um, Jesse Oso and, and Tornado Valley at the time, so he was a fair way down the order. So, um, yeah, we got him at a, at a very good price and that's how we ended up with him. And, um, yeah, out of our Alyssa Duncan just sends the odd one that's not quite good enough for for Melbourne. So that's how she ended up here. And Mass Destruction was quite similar, um, formed a great relationship with Bernie Hackett, who's a, a very good trainer in his own right in New Zealand. Um, um, through that relationship through Duncan. Duncan's got horses with Bernie in New Zealand and um, Jim was the first one we had with um, with Bernie and he was struggling in, in Victoria so he ended up as well. So it's just by chance that we ended up with all of them and then the fact that this series come up, they, that they all went in it together. So, um, yeah, they weren't all... Well, they were never... None of them were sort of bored here for the series. They were just here and um, that's how that turned out. And then the 5540 boys have gone and bought a three-year-old trotter. So... Um, yeah. Well, your achievement's pretty good, Ryan. Sit back, relax, and realise it, and, and well done. Congratulations on your efforts there. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. There we go. There's Ryan Ryhorick, the winning trainer driver of the uh, South Australia Trotters Cup, thanks to TAB for 2022. And CK Spur, just uh, an amazing performance to come off of 50 metres and only one-tenth of a second outside of the track record. His mile rate for the 26.45 was 2.2. I've got to say, I I thought perfectly driven by Ryan Ryhorick in the run, just followed the right horse, made the move at the right time. He's very good at what he does uh, out there on the track uh, and he's exceptionally good at getting horses away from standing starts he can work them out and get them to do the right thing well that was the the tab sa trotters cup but of course later on in the program we had the south australia tab pacing cup and it's my very special guest to join us the winning trainer who trained the quinella paul cavallaro paul you've got something to brag about as well congratulations well done
<laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. No, it was a good night. A uh, fantastic night. Fantastic night. I mean, and, and your sister nearly got the winner home. I mean, it, it took a while for Wrangler to, to catch Cullen Byrne. There wasn't much in it. No, he, uh, he, he ran exceptionally well, actually, uh, Cullen. He's, um, he, he's a really tough horse to beat when he's in front, and um, I was... I was sort of glad Wrangler was sitting on his back. I knew he'd uh, he'd get him to the sprint lane, and I thought they'd both be really hard to beat um, with any sort of good, you know, racing luck. And as it turned out, um, they both had really good runs and, uh, and and did really well for us. Yeah, fantastically. Look, um, I, I've got to say that um, I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure whether Wrangler would have the necessary speed to to keep Cullen Burns back, and, and whether something would slot in because he lacked a bit of gate speed at Capunda. I felt uh, Wrangler from the pole. Well, that's probably. I, I actually think he has got a bit of gate speed. He, he, he's come out better than that in trials. Um, Capunda's a tricky track, as you know, and um, probably the first time we've actually tried to go out with him. To be honest, at um, at Capunda, and he might not have really. You know, worked out what what was going on. We've we've been going back with him, and um, you know, maybe he just uh, didn't quite uh, get it right. But um, yeah, as I said, I think he has actually got a little bit more gate speed than what he showed that day. But um, oh well, yeah, that's the way it goes sometimes. And, and look, I've got to apologise if I give you a false sense of security. I thought he put his nose in front of Capunda, and obviously I'm wrong. So I've had to go to the optometrist <laughs> to get my eyes sorted uh, out there. But I do apologise for that. Well, well, we were shattered, actually, because you never get it wrong, Jimmy. And um, Lisa said, Jimmy's called him winning. I wasn't sure. And um, I said, well, if Jimmy said he's won it, he's won it. But uh, no, you let us down there, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm hopeless. As I'm getting older, and look, I just spoke with Ryan Ryhurick then. I got the Strath Alban Trotters Cup photo wrong as well. I, I, I thought that Aldebar and Alyssa held on in front of... Um, um, mass destruction, but I was wrong there. So, yeah, no, I'm building up a bit of a tally. Don't worry about that. <laughs> We're going to have a second guess at the on, but no, you're not usually wrong, that's for sure. Uh, now, now, look, the plan has come to fruition, hasn't it now? I mean, I mean, we spoke to you a while back when you first got these horses over and your, your wife, Lisa, said, look, come on, Paul, we're going to get some horses. And you looked at the idea of it and you thought, look, we'll get some decent fast-class horses, what you've told us, and, and this is the end result. So, so it's a good feeling that the, the plan has come to fruition, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, well, look... Um when we got back into it, we, we, we didn't want to go big. We just wanted to have sort of quality horses. And um, we were lucky that these horses came along and were offered to us at, a, at, at the right time. Um, they, were, they had all... Well, we had three originally. Little Rascal was another one, and he uh, unfortunately bled. So um, we retired him, and he's, he's now got a, a good home and enjoying life after racing. But um, that was the main reason we, we got them. Um, Ian Dobson owns them in New Zealand. He said we... We really just want them to have a great home when they're finished racing because they've been such good racehorses for him. And I said, well, yeah, we'd love to give them a go and, um, you know, we'll certainly make sure that they do have a, a great life after racing. And, yeah, and, and these other two, of course, have raced on, but they will also get that same opportunity later on. But, uh, yeah, look, it, it, it has worked out really well. They, as I said, they just came at the right time. Um, this series came up and they fitted the bill and... Um, yeah, look, we were probably unlucky in a, in a couple of the races, but they always ran a good race. Even even Cullenburn um, at Capunda the other day, he, he ran last, but we weren't disappointed. He, he sat outside the leader. They broke the track record. I mean, they never go 155 around there, and uh, he only got beat 15 metres, so I don't think they've ever actually put in a bad run for us. Um, but uh, in that grade, of course, with such such nice horses we've got here now, Jimmy Mack... Um, 
he's been the you know the, the benchmark. But um, draws and racing luck are just huge at that level. Yeah, for sure. Uh, look, you mentioned about the right time, and it, it just seems like Wrangler come to um, get the little, well, not get the bad luck at the right time. I mean, you know, look, he, he, he's, he's a very difficult horse to get away from standing starts. I can see that, yep. obviously. But, you know, Greg Rogers did a great job to get him away at Victor Harbour. He wasn't that far away. And that's where people finally got to see what he could do after watching the Victor Harbour Cup. Yeah, well, I mean, we've known what he could do. Some of the stuff he's done in track work is quite phenomenal, really. And I've been saying to people for a, for quite a while, I said, I think this is one of the best horses I've ever I've ever had. Um, the, the times and that that he does, and he does it just so effortlessly, um, the motor's there, you know. And, um, yeah, he just hadn't really had the chance to show it. Um, but, yeah, certainly Greg did a great job getting him away because um, he, he has been a little bit tricky from a stand, you know, you know in previous years. Um, but yeah, stepped away, got a good run into it, and uh, yeah, showed what he can do. But uh, no, he, he's just a lovely horse. Yeah. So on Saturday night, I mean, to me, it looked like Cullen Byrne was a moral to lead because he's a good beginner. Was yep. it, was that the thoughts that yeah, leader, just follow Ange? Yeah, I mean, what what did you say to Dean? What what did Dean say to you? What what the plan would be with Wrangler? Yeah, well, I just said to Dean, look, I think Rang, I think uh, Cullen will lead. Um, I said, and look, I'll, it's up to you what you do in the run. I said, but I think he'll be there for a long way. He's um, he's he, he's got good form over twenty six hundred. I know there was a few queries over him, but um, I know he ran second in a. You know, I think it was a lucky creed at Albion Park, uh, leading and going over twenty five hundred. And you know they're good races, and I I think he's quite tough. And so I, I was actually pretty confident he'd run a great race from there because um, I, I do think he's a better horse in front. He just seems to yep. you know, grow a leg when he leads and uh, yeah, so he was, I think he was always going to get him to the sprint lane. I was a little bit concerned with the times they were going. They were going pretty quick um, mm. especially the last mile but uh, oh, look, Wrangler looked like he was jogging behind them. I, I was quite surprised. He never really pulled like that and um, he, uh, yeah, you could just sort of sense if he if he got the right run at the right time, he was going to be really hard to beat. But uh, Cullen certainly uh, fought on strongly up the straight, so I was just thrilled with both of them. Yeah. I noticed that your wife, Lisa, gave Wrangler a kiss after the race. Did you get a kiss yourself from your wife no. later on? No, I didn't. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's usually a clip over the years for giving a cheek or something uh... like that. But, uh, uh, like she was, she was thrilled. She's um, she loves her horses and uh, she does a heck of a lot of work here. So I was just, I essentially said to her that night, I said, I'm just so pleased for you because you, she, she really does. She does so much work. It's uh, a great reward for her. Yeah, no, well done, Paul. Congratulations, well done. You, you, you're living the dream. You got the horses and you got the Quinella and the SA Cup. So where do we go from here with these guys? What, what do we do now? Um, I'm going to give them an easy week this week. Uh, it is quite a, a long series, that. Uh, I think it was over seven or eight races. And, uh, you know, it's hard to have them spot on for the whole time. And, and they don't really go out of work. So I just said to Lisa today, I might uh, just give them an easy week. And, um, look, they're natural athletes, so they don't take long to get back up. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure. I, I, I've been toying with the idea of taking them over to Melton for a race. Um, we might go for a weekend. We've got a, a good friend over there playing football in the AFL. Um, Corey Durden plays for Carlton. We've been waiting to go over and watch him play. 
So we might even make a, a weekend of it one day and take the horses to race and go and watch him as well. All right, sounds good, Paul. Well done, mate. Congratulations on the Quinella and the SA Cup with Wrangler and Cullenburn, and uh, well done to the family. You've done very well. Oh, thank you very much.